Welcome to the Grace on a Mission podcast, reflections on the depth and width of God's love for us. Grace on a Mission is a weekly podcast of the sermons from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Garland, Texas. We invite you to visit us at gloriadaygarland.org. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. When I was in third grade, I, uh, we, my family, we went down to Austin to visit some friends. We used to live down, we lived there for a couple of years. And so went down there to visit and all the kids were out in the front yard playing and, and uh, we, were, we were climbing in this tree. And uh, we, we were swinging from limb, there was these two limbs that came out straight and we were swinging from limb to limb, just having a blast. And it started to drizzle a little bit, kind of misty outside. Well, when that happens, this particular tree had smooth bark, and and uh, I didn't know that when that bark gets wet, that it makes it very slippery. And so I was showing off and and swinging from limb to limb, and I swung and I went to the next limb, and my hand slipped and I fell, and I landed right on top of my left arm and broke my left wrist. Oh, it was awful. Most one of the most painful things I've ever had happened to me. And so naturally I got a cast. And the problem was, is that when I was little, I was doing most things with my left hand. I was, I was starting to learn how to write and, and a lot of things I, I would do with my left hand. So when I broke my left arm, I had a big cast on, I couldn't do anything with it. So I started to learn how to do things with my right hand. When you're younger like that, you can pick up on things pretty quickly. Well, now, I um, do most things right-handed, although I still do some things left-handed, but I predominantly write um, with my right hand. Well, a few years ago, um, actually several years ago, when we were still living up in Minnesota, we went camping, got all set up, and uh, we, at that time we had a big black lab, and we took Jack, our lab, with us, and we were out for a walk exploring the campground, and uh, one of the kids said, hey, daddy, there's a shortcut to our campsite. And I'm like, okay. And it was a little dried up creek bed. And I had the leash handle of Jack in my left hand. And I was walking along and I had to just jump over a little three feet, little dried up creek bed. No big deal, right? Well, when you, when you have a hundred pound black lab on your leash and he goes one way and you go the other way, it doesn't work out so well when you're jumping. And so I, right as I jumped, Jack jumped to the left and I jumped to the right and you guessed it. I went down, landed on my right hand, all my body weight, and I broke my right wrist. So now I had to get a cast on my right wrist. Well, I learned a lot through those two experiences about what your hands are capable of doing and what they're not capable of doing when, when you have a cast. But what was cool is a lot of the memory came back to my left hand and I was able to do at least write some with my left hand and do some things. And it was just a really cool um, kind of learning for me and, and really it made me realize how important our hands are in, in, in the ways that we use them. And I know certainly there are many people who've lost fingers or, or even hands or limbs that could really um, teach us a lot about how important our hands are. And I share that story because 
I'm intrigued by this gospel and the use of Jesus using his hands. I, I don't know why, it just kept sticking out to me. But to me, it was just a powerful, intimate moment of Jesus taking her hand. The mother, Simon's mother-in-law has a fever. She's sick, she's down and out. He takes her hand and he lifts her up. And it's a beautiful moment of intimacy. And that's kind of a great example of, you know, sometimes when someone's hurting and, and they're, or they're ill or whatever, we've got to come close. And that's the first thing that I want to talk about is, is, is our hands can be a big part of that. And, you know, it, intimacy is, is we're wired uh, for relationship. That's how God made us. And uh, I even saw uh, an article earlier this week about an x-ray that was taken of a mother and a baby right at the time she was kissing the baby on the forehead. And the x-ray, it was a special imaging, more than an x-ray, some sort of maybe an MRI or something like that, but it could show the change of color in the baby's brain and the mother's brain, both in the same spot which meant they were, they were having this intimate moment and it triggered the dopamine in their brains. Really powerful how we're wired for that connection, that intimacy. And so there Jesus is with this in, in the home. He just left teaching. Now he's, let's get to work. Let's, let's go, to the, go, to, go to Simon and Andrew's house and, and I'm gonna take care of their mother-in-law. And the next thing that I notice is that he lifts her up with his hand. He, he brings her up. And that, that's, that word, uh, the Greek word there, let me get a little Greek geeky here on you. Um, I'm going to do that a couple of times today. Um, uh, egero is, is also the same Greek word that is used that later in March 16 for resurrection. When Mark is talking about the resurrection of Jesus. I don't think that's a mistake. There's more that's going on here. Jesus is literally resurrecting people, not just physically, but spiritually. He's bringing them to himself, like spiritual rec recreation. And, and it's in the midst of this, this intimate, unique, small community. Powerful moment. Imagine in the home, you know, there they are. And this is where the church started, in small gatherings and homes. Um, psychotherapist Dr. Gerald May says, God's grace through community involves something far greater than other people's support and perspective. The power of grace is somewhere as brilliant nor as mystical as, is nowhere as brilliant nor as mystical as in communities of faith. Its power includes not just love that comes from people and through people, but love that pours forth among people as if through the very spaces between one person and next. Just to be in such an atmosphere is to be bathed in healing power. Incredible words. That healing power of Jesus' grace in that moment. So powerful. And Jesus wants to be intimate with us in that way too. Jesus wants to be near 
to us in a very real and, and, and real, so close that we can't even imagine. I've heard it said once that when we take communion, when we receive the blood, body and blood of Jesus Christ, that's the closest we can be to Jesus. Think of that, that Jesus' real presence, Christ is really there as we receive that meal. Powerful. And the third thing I noticed about this little exchange, the big exchange, you might say, um, is another Greek word to geek out on. The word for serve. It says she began, as soon as she got up, she began to serve them. Okay. We don't know if that, that means she got up to, you know, give them all food or, or what exactly that meant. But that word serve, diakoneo, is the same word used in many other places in serving Christ. And interestingly, that's also where we get the word deacon and deaconess is from that word diakoneo, which means to serve. A deacon is called to word and service. And so it, it's interesting that that particular Greek word is used there. Perhaps this mother-in-law is the first deaconess of the church. The church is just beginning. Jesus is on a mission. And he definitely begins with an amazing, amazing moment with this woman. It's a powerful story. And then we see as the gospel goes on that Jesus is on that mission. He continues. He prays. The disciples go get him and say, there's lots more people. They want to see you. And the whole town comes out and hangs out and he heals people. And it's, and it's amazing to see how driven he is to be on his mission of bringing the good news of grace and forgiveness and healing and love to the people. So today, I invite us all to think about these three things that I mentioned. How might we use our hands? How might we be in intimate community? And how might we serve our neighbor today? We are called, you are called, I am called to be in the world, bringing the good news, to be the hands and the feet of Christ himself. May we know Christ's love every day. May we share Christ's grace and mercy with every breath, with every hand, effort of our hands this day and each day. You've been listening to Grace on a Mission. Please join us next week as we explore the depth and width of God's love for us. We invite you to visit us at GloriaDayGarland.org.